Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Radamek. Berto Willis, your host. Thank you so kind of being part of the show. We are here to serve. Anyhow, welcome aboard, Eric Hayes. Welcome aboard, AVQ. Senor Michael Rudnan, welcome aboard. Bruce Pollard, who says, how do, how do, how do. And uh, in the house as well, E2247 says, 13.8 billion years. We patiently waited for this visit here today. Egberto, thanks for your pulling us relatives together to move into greater complexity and consciousness right now. Yes, sir, Bob. Yes, sir, Bob. Michael Rudnan says, I'd call this a red alert moment. We're living through the beginning of the end, and most people don't even know it. I tell you what, Rudnan, because you said that, right? There is a piece today in... in uh, let me go ahead and pull that up and get it onto the screen. Let me uh, go to Common Dreams. It was a frightening piece. I didn't get to read it in, in uh, detail, but I want to get folks on online with this, this particular one. This is a story here. It's called Study Warns Climate-Driven Collapse of Critical Ocean Current System Much Closer Than We Thought. It is very plausible that we've fallen off a cliff already and don't know it, said one researcher. And we're talking about the currents that carry based on salinity drop. I mean, it's a whole lot of stuff here, but check out this article and I'm going to put this article. I'm, I'm not completely done with it. I'm going to put it inside of the feed for folks to go ahead and take a look at it. Anyway, we have... Uh, let's see. Michael Rodney says the independent... Well, let's start with what you had on the top. NBC uh, says... Like a hot tub, water temperatures off Florida soar over 100 degrees. Stunning experts. A buoy near Manatee Bay recorded a 101.1 degree uh, water temperature Monday, a temperature common for hot tubs. While the readings would have been considered a uh, possible outlier or sensor error, surrounding buoys recorded similar temperatures, 99.3, Murray Key, 98.4 at Johnson Key. Another reason why... These water temperatures readings are being taken seriously is the fact that experts have been tracking this exceptionally warm water temperature readings that have ranged from 92 to 97 degrees since early July. Science alert, water temperature off Florida coast uh, is over 100 degrees. I saw all of those. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Uh, pardon having a hard time today. Don't worry about it, my friend. Yvette Avery Herod is also in the house. Yvette? Glad that uh, things seem to be working out with UPS. I, I played your your this, the, the 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 call that you did yesterday to our folks on KPFT ninety point one FM uh, this morning as well. Actually, that was the call that we had yesterday for them to hear that. Yes, here is a union steward that is cautiously optimistic. Cautiously optimistic. Well, today's. Uh, we are going to play two important interviews that I did at Daily at uh, uh, Netroots Nation 2023. The first one is going to be with Marcos Molitsas. He is the editor, publisher, founder of Daily Coast. And the other one is owner of the uh, Raw Story. Uh, I think uh, every progressive knows uh, Raw Story, every progressive knows Daily Coast, every progressive knows Alternet. We're going to talk, uh, we're going to play those as well as more people join in. Anyhow, welcome aboard as well. Um, Daniel Ledo, breaking news. Hunter Biden gaslights all of America by pleading not guilty. Well, you know, what do you want him to do? Get out of the, the thing that caved in, the, the plea deal that caved in and not say not guilty? Come on, man, you know better than that. 
Yvette says, replying to him, run and send in purrs and hugs. We are, sir. We are, sir. Um, para ver, para ver qué más tengo aquí. E2247 says, this July is the hottest month on record in human history. There is no doubt climate crisis is here with extreme. Uh, the climate crisis is here with extreme record-breaking heat causing death and unprecedented danger. Uh, Michael says, replying to Michael, prayers for a laundry day and me rushing through things. LOL, hugs all around. Hugs, brother. Hugs, brother. Uh, Bruce Pollard says, good coverage on NPR TV news last night. I think this is another call the herd incident. Only if we fix some things, maybe CO2 levels. Uh, we got to do something. Hey, all. Hello, Lee Grant. Welcome aboard to Politics Done Right. Uh, E2247. Meanwhile, gas, coal, and oil industries are pursuing a deceitful greenwashing campaign to delay climate uh, climate action and maintain profits at the expense of our planet it's a shame it's a shame it's a shame okay let's go ahead and go to marcos molitzas and then we'll have michael rogers check out Mar marcos and then we'll take it on the other side welcome to another edition of politics and right today we're honored to have the one and only marcos molitzas the founder and everything else of what daily Coast. how you doing how you doing my brother once again here at, at netroots nation Last time we were concerned. Are we still concerned? Last time we were concerned about, about what? About our politics. I wasn't concerned. No, no, you weren't concerned. I was concerned. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was out on the limb because it was last I remember, August, yes. And and the conventional wisdom was crimson tide, yes. red wave, right? Yes. And, uh, and I was like, oh, maybe I'm missing something, but I'm looking at all the numbers and the special elections and the data, and it's yes. looking pretty freaking good. Yeah. And so I didn't feel like I was going out on the limb. Yeah. But definitely conventional wisdom said that. Uh, we and, should be. And but you you looked into that. It was history says that yeah. the president in power loses midterm elections. Yes. Uh, except during wartime. Yeah. World War II and 9-11 were the exceptions. Uh, and Joe Biden had a 36, 38% approval rate. Yes. So that was the argument against it. And I right. was like, but look at the special elections. We're crushing it yes, in the special yes, elections. Yes. And look at the data, look at the numbers. And, and so ultimately I, I was, clearly I was I was right. Yes. <laughs> Which felt. It, it feels good to say that, don't so it? So good. Man. It feels great to say you Especially right. when like predicting Democrats winning and then yes. I'm right about it. And if, yes. if I'm predicting that Republicans are going to win yes. and then I'm right, I don't really need you to celebrate yeah, that. Yeah, right? yeah, That's yeah, not yeah. fun. Yeah. But um, it's funny because the, the, what was it? New York Times just had an article, it had a bizarre article yeah. that said that there are warning signs for Democrats heading into next year because Republican turnout was higher in the midterm. And think about the psychology of that. I mean, the math of that. If Republican turnout is higher yes. and the Democrats won, yes. they are in deep shit. No <laughs> yes. That is the story. That means that some Republicans voted for the Democrats. Yes. It means that independents dramatically swung to the yes. Democrats. And it means that Democrats turned out. As Nothing well, about that is good for the Republican yeah. side. It's the weirdest story I've ever seen. I'm, let me ask you this, Marco. Because you've been on all the, the net, you've been on national TV and all of that, and somehow I don't think people register some of what you say. Where the hell do these guys come up with some of these articles when we have the data right here, and then they write what they write? Is it that they are hoping to move the the, the electorate to where they think they are? Or, no, and, no, and I'm it's, serious it's about not, this. No, no, no. I don't, I don't think it's nefarious in the sense that they're trying to like, game yeah. the system. What's happening? I don't know if you remember back in the day, people say, 
nobody ever got fired for buying IBM. Right. And it's that. It's the conventional wisdom says Democrats are in disarray. Right. And you write a story that says Democrats are in disarray. Right, right. Nobody's going to not. You're like, yeah, no, yeah, that's, yeah. that's the conventional wisdom. Right. And so, for example, for the longest time, Republicans would say, this is a center-right country. Right. And they said it so often and so much that everybody repeated it, including Democrats. Yes. Now, we, this is a very early Netroots yes. project where we looked yeah. at the data and said, what, what, what are they seeing that we're not seeing? Because if we go down issue by issue, the American public is with the Democrats on almost every single one of them. You know, Elizabeth them. Warren came to a convention in 2015, <laughs> and she laid down all the all, all these yes. numbers. It's it's not it's it's not controversial, right? And so, I mean, it's just like somebody saying Joe Manchin is a centrist, yeah. or Nancy Mace is a centrist, Congresswoman Nancy. They don't. What does a centrist mean? It doesn't mean you're in the middle of the extreme from the most liberal to the. Right. No, it means to me a centrist means with the American mainstream. Right. Right. And in the American mainstream, the bulk of the Democratic Party is in the American mainstream. It's, right. It's, it's it's we are a centrist party. Right. And I don't mean this in a pejorative like. Well, I'm glad you correct. You said that you don't mean it in a pejorative. Because I have this thing against. I call it the mythical center because of where the center moved in yeah. my opinion. But this, I think we're talking about. Yeah, a different And I'm a solid liberal. Right, there you go. Okay, and that's where America is. That's where America, I am in the American mainstream. How is that not the center? Right. How do you not define the center with where the vast majority of the people are? Right. And there may be people to the left of that, and there's a whole party to the right of that. Yeah. But where the American people are, and that's why Republicans are trying to undermine democracy. Right. They can't win on the issues. They're not even trying anymore. Yeah. Bud Light is not an issue. Trans children in sports is not an issue right. that resonates, that is relevant to most Americans. And they're trying to, you know, they're trying to eliminate ballot initiatives effectively in Missouri and Ohio because mm-hmm. they know that when liberal issues are put up like abortion rights, right. they lose. Right. Now, the Democratic Party has a shit brand. Yes. And so if you slap on Democrat to a candidate name, you know, yeah. automatically loses like 20 <laughs> points. Right? No kidding, though. Yeah. And, um, and it's a thing. Like, yeah. pollsters will poll names without, you know, what do the issue start? And everybody likes it. Everybody likes a Democrat. Yeah. Then you ask one question saying, oh, by the way, that guy's a Democrat. 20 points. Yeah. So there's a lot of work to be done. Mm-hmm. But we are in a cusp of this sort of political transition where the Republican Party has surrendered any effort to win new votes. Mm-hmm. And the Democratic Party is unprecedentedly united in its message. And it's a message that resonates. There's no micro-targeting message in the past. Right. Oh, we're going to talk the world one way in urban and right. different ways. And people are like, well, what do you stand for? I hear you're talking out of all sides right, of your mouth. Right. Right? You don't stand for anything. And it's because Democrats were afraid. They bought into this America's a center-right nation. They were afraid of the issues that were actually popular. And early Netflix were like, we're not asking you to like go left to where mm-hmm. you're unelectable. We're asking you to like stick your finger up in the wind, see which way it's blowing, right. and go there. <laughs> because you know what? It's already what we believe. Yes, go you there. Know? Yeah. And and I think we're finally there. Yeah. As a party. And so you have somebody like Justin Jones in in, in Nashville. Was that beautiful or what? Man? And not only was it beautiful. Justin Jones and, and uh what's the other guy's name? Uh the guy from Maxwell, yeah. Maxwell. Yeah, I've, I've, yeah, you know names. who I mean yeah. from Florida. And so you have, you know, and you saw this in in, uh, in Nashville where he wasn't just getting support from urban Nashville exactly. Tennesseans. It was resonating with suburban yes. and rural yes. Democrats. Yes. It was energizing them in the rural areas too because yes. rural 
voters don't want their children murdered by, yes, by yes. gun violence. And so we finally have a message that sort of resonates in all, you know, rural, urban, suburban, resonates blue states, red states, purple states. And so we're unified in purpose and in message and in focus. And we're not fighting. We just saw this orderly transfer of power in the mm -hmm. House. He mentioned Republicans can't even keep. Their, they can't even keep their own party together. Right. Yeah. Right, right now. now. You know, look at what's going on yesterday. Yeah. So it's uh, it's really we have a chance here to really press our advantage. Yeah. Uh, we did. We won a midterm election. Um, completely if New York had just if New York had just <laughs> hold our part of the bargain. Yeah, and it will next year, yeah. and, and we may even have new districts. Yeah, because uh, courts they, are they saying, court, yeah, what, exactly. Yeah. So we'll, not only will we have new districts, but we're going to have presidential year turnout. California right. too. I mean, yeah. the Orange County turnout wasn't great. Like we'll get presidential year turnout. Now, what, what's your thoughts on the uh, and not to but your, your thoughts on the Senate race in California? I am kind of, I am, I'm, I am not. I am like, who, who do we pick? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a Katie Porter person, but it's a very soft Katie Porter. Yeah, and um, definitely not Barbara Lee. Um, I don't think Bar Barbara Lee is, um, she's my congresswoman. Yeah. And she, uh, she's great for what she is. Right. Um, I prefer people who are a little more practical. Well, you, you know, my, my thing with um, Katie is my candidate that, that I've been supporting. And, you know, I, I quote her all. The, I don't know if you see the articles. I, I, I love I love Katie mm -hmm. because of her whiteboard and, and she kind of stands out. But also, I like Katie because she's young and will have stay in power. Mm -hmm. And I, I and I, I want more young people in Congress doing the work that they do. Your thoughts on that? No, yeah, absolutely. Um, also, off is dynamic and exciting because yes. a lot of part because of that youth, yes, and energy and, and vigor, and just representing a generation that still doesn't feel particularly fully represented. Yeah, exactly in our political yeah. process. And in fact, Congress has never been older than it is today. This is right. the oldest. Congress. And in that statement, I want to ask you a dangerous question that I think uh, I think we have we should confront up front about you know the Biden age thing. Tell me what your honest thoughts about that. I mean, he's clearly still got it. I know he's got it, but so I mean, that's, it, that's all that how, matters. How does it? How do you sell? The, uh, the 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 false concern that the media is going to allow the right to do. I mean, uh, Donald Trump's seventy eight. He's only <laughs> two yeah. years, three years younger. I agree. So no, no, I agree um, with all I, of I that. Think but how it, are we? How do we? So so yeah. the, the thing that first of all is, I actually think Joe Biden might have one of the most successful presidencies we've seen in a, the numbers, in a long like, time. Speak for themselves. It's absolutely dramatic, and the numbers aren't his poll numbers don't reflect that. And, and I'm not sure what's happening there. And, and, um, it'll be interesting as we have the rally around the flag effect right. closer to the election. I think that those numbers, will but it's up. an issue that his polling numbers but, are off mostly because Democrats really haven't coalesced as they should. And they probably will at the end. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's part of it. Yeah. I mean, Obama's numbers at this time was, in this, in looked, tank, were yeah. just that bad. Yeah. And just as many people thought he should not run for reelection. Okay. So those questions yeah. are all bunk. Cause okay. when, you know, you ask like, should, you know, somebody else run, they think like, yeah, my favorite candidate. Right. They don't think not. It's not going to be going like, yeah, we all want Elizabeth Warren to run. Right. We all want right. uh, Kamala Harris to run. Like, that's not what they're thinking. They're right. thinking their ideal candidate. That person does not exist. Right. So it's a stupid question. Right. People will always answer yes, somebody else. Right. Because and politicians are nobody likes politicians. Yeah. Right? So well, there's always somebody else. Yeah. 
Democrats would easily renominate Joe Biden, and they're probably going to renominate Donald Trump. Absent. Now, let me ask you something. And your thought, coming, going to your crystal ball again, has been right the last few times. Uh, Donald Trump. Do you think he really makes it to the convention? Dude's not healthy. I mean, for all we know, he has a stroke next week. Right? Oh, Lord. <laughs> so I'm not even. I, so there are. No, but, but Marcos, if suppose he suppose that's the case, does that present a danger for Biden? You know, it's a good question. Who would who would emerge from that's that? that field? I mean, anyone, if it's Ron DeSantis, it's, it's not a chance. I don't think it's a problem. Um, I mean, we don't take it. Of, you know who I'm scared of? Brian Kemp. You're going to laugh. Brian Kemp? No. Who? Christy. Oh, interesting. I mean, and nobody's there at all, so right? So here's here's a here's a here's a problem for the Republicans. Yeah, they have a significant chunk of their electorate right. that are not Republicans. Right, they are Trump MAGA exactly. fanaticals. If Trump is not the candidate, this is what right. happened in 2022, right? Right, he's not on the ballot. They don't turn out. Mm-hmm. They don't believe in elections. They believe in their God King right. cult leader. Right, that's all they care about. If somebody takes out Trump. Mm-hmm. I think they're done. They lose even 10% of that. There's just no path. Let me tell you something. I hope your win. crystal ball is now, right on that Where one. you have potential promise of Brian Kemp, who might actually be able to play for, for, for uh, suburban college-educated yeah. white women. It's tougher, yeah. but it, it's it's that puts me a little, little more worried. Yeah. Chris Christie has been going after Trump hard. And that 30% MAGA base will not vote mm-hmm. for Chris Christie no matter what. But you know what I fear? What I fear? That's some Democrats will vote for Chris Christie, given New Jersey. I mean, his pr- approval rating in New Jersey was 16% yeah. when he was... When, when he lived, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he, he was damaged good. And right. uh, to me, he looks like a kamikaze run, which is great. And you, you know, even that, that's good. You know, no, it's, it, yeah. and it's actually smart for, yeah. for the Republican establishment yeah. to try to take out Trump. Had they been smart, I know I'm, I can almost guarantee if we had Mitch McConnell here yeah. and we said, be honest, should you have voted to impeach? He would he'd say yes today. Mitch McConnell surprised me because I, he has been so bad in the way he has dealt with Trump it's it's it, it's and almost it's clear to me yeah. now that he regrets it yeah and if he could go back and do it he thought that he was a loser he's damaged he's gonna go away yeah no, I don't know why he would think that. It was it, all the signs were clearly there. Well, that, everybody was saying it on the liberal yeah, side, right? Exactly. So, it's they're going to lose an election because of Trump. Yeah. It's better to like, you know, rip off that band aid and do what they did after Watergate. Yeah. I mean, With it, Nixon. It, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You rip off the band aid, you, you make him go away. Yeah. And then, uh, and then you rebuild from that. But you know, the, the, the thing that scares me even, I, I don't even want them rebuilding because I tell you what, the only non-democratic branch of our government, the Supreme Court, you know, and uh, what do we do about that? What we do is we expand it. What so, we do? Okay, <coughs> let's back up a second because our guy right now is, and this is, I got in trouble on Daily Coast for saying something. And what I said was, and, and I, it wasn't even anti-Biden. It was just saying Biden, I think, made a critical mistake in saying, just outright saying, I am not going to expand the Supreme Court when he went on to um, MSNBC. And my contention was make it less obvious because a lot of people depend on us changing the Supreme Court given the same power. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, obviously I wish he wouldn't say that. Right. I also know that Biden is by by 
definition, just by his character, he's a cautious right. person. Yeah. I mean, he said we weren't going to send tanks to Ukraine. And we said tanks. Yeah. Like, F-16s for yeah, yeah, yeah. So he is. He has a history of saying no. And then when the political conditions are there, yeah. he can evolve. So right now, for him to say, I'm going to expand the Supreme Court, it would give Republicans a reason a re to rally exactly. around the flag, say, like, our, our majority is in danger. <laughs> By saying, no, it's off the table, Republicans can't run on that. Yeah. I mean, they can point to, like, people like us. Yeah, that's saying are, that, yeah. And, but without Biden saying it, right. it really makes it a lot harder. Now, it's a lot different. If he says that he wins re-election, mm -hmm. we, we, uh, Ruben Gallego replaces Cinema, yeah. and we hold the grounds. We right. have 51 senators who would likely vote to eliminate the, the filibuster. filibuster. Which is what we gotta yeah. have. And then, yeah. you know, D.C. statehood's on the table. Right. You know, even Joe Manchin's bill to eliminate yeah. partisan gerrymandering, that's on the table. Yeah. So we got a lot of things that we can do at that point, including expanding the Supreme Court. No, at that point, if Biden says, let's not do it, then we're like, let's beat the shit out of him yeah. because he's got, there's no reason for him at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before the election, there's, there's really no benefit right. to it. I mean, I would love it to because like, right. I, don't get me wrong. I no, no, go. I know, but the, my, 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 my question though is by, by making it as definite as he sounded, will he, will he kind of affect, you know, you, you know, some of us are not pragmatic. I mean, uh, some, some of us are just not pragmatic enough. You know, what's your thought? Um, yeah, I mean, because I'm, I'm a very lefty guy. You're a centrist. I'm a lefty, but I am going to team up. And centrist do, defined. Yeah. Defined by, you know, you know, yeah, no, no, no. I know. I know. I know what you yeah, mean. Yeah, I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is that I am going to compromise and I, you know, I, I wasn't a Hillary Clinton supporter, but I, I yeah. strongly came in support of yeah. her. I wasn't a Biden supporter. I came strongly in support of Biden after the team said this is what we're doing yeah yeah but too many of us aren't like that yeah um i don't think anybody's gonna base their support for Biden on this one issue i hope so i yeah. mean i think it's gonna be like uh, uh that's a yeah. shitty one but okay he just he just forgave student loan debt for eighty thousand eight hundred thousand people yeah. i don't know I, no no it was over a million man yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah i yeah, just yeah. saw the headline yeah, earlier yeah. today so yeah, i haven't yeah, read yeah. the stories yeah um, that's a stuff. Oh, that, wait, 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 wait. I missed something. You're telling me I missed something. Something came over today. The Chiron today? What yeah, was yeah. it? They, he, just, he just wrote off something like $800 billion in student debt. Oh, okay. Without even having to apply or anything. He just completely took it, it off. Yeah. And he had the power to do that. Well, we'll find out what the Supreme Court has <laughs> to say about it. But <laughs> Well, uh, you know what? They go say. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. But, but, but uh, if, he, if they pay the bills before. He thinks. He yeah. thinks yeah, exactly. Yeah. He thinks, I mean, Biden, they think they got it, though. They yeah, think okay. they have the authority. Okay. I mean, to be fair, the the, the original one, the, the emerging authorization was about 9-11. So right. it was a bit of a stretch. To do that. And so it's... Uh, you know, I still don't like the decision, but I, there's some like yeah. logic to it. We're like, okay, yeah. that was like a 9-11 bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't read the story, so I don't know. But, but yeah, I from what I vaguely remember, yeah. this was based on, on current law. That was that well, was that, is, more that is great. So that's the sort of stuff that I think is is more tangible and, uh -huh. and will have more of an impact than than him saying something that a lot of people didn't even know what he said uh -huh. on an issue that's not front and center right now. Okay, and it doesn't need to be front and center right now. We don't need to get Republicans. Republicans reason to, to rally 
Well, we win the Senate, we take back the House, well, we hold the Senate and, we, and we, we get rid the of cinema. Is, the, yeah. We get rid of cinema. That's happening. Mansion, I don't know. Mansion, me. I mean, we actually need him to win. So it's 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 so okay if he holds on. If cinema loses and we, we get we, Gallego. Yeah. So that's a that's a plus one. That's really. a plus, yeah, plus one. Yeah. So, so we're at 5149. We still have to hold Montana. Yeah. Virginia, West Virginia, and Ohio. And the good thing is Tester's running this cycle, so he has six years, so he should be able to say yes to bust the filibuster. Yeah. Now, it's a tough race. It's Montana. Yeah. You know, but he Trump has, won it by 10 points. Yeah, but Tester is a special guy in, in he Montana. He is, but it's going to yeah. be tough. Yeah. Uh, Joe Manchin's going to be tough. Joe, you know, the truth of the matter is, even though it'll be left 50-50 with Joe Manchin gone, it's almost 50-50 now with Joe Manchin. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, his, his voting rights bill is actually solid. Yeah. I mean, it was good. Eliminating also, partisan. I, I, didn't, I didn't even check. That, yeah. Uh, yeah. Eliminates partisan gerrymandering. Uh -huh. it, it, it has, uh, it has, um, it has uh, electoral college reform in it. So, right. so it actually locks in the vote. The electoral college, you can't get rid of it. Constitutional reasons. Right. But it doesn't allow. But there, it, they, they don't, they can't play around with it. Yeah. Like yeah. 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 Exactly. It, it was actually a shockingly good bill. Like there's very little. In Why did he do that? Come given who he is. I mean, that's because, surprising. So the one thing he gave Republicans on that I think is he allowed um, voter he yeah. like photo ID, oh, what, yeah. or, but not even voter ID. It could be like a utility bill. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's just like proof that you live where you say you live. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm actually if that's a compromise and you get rid of partisan gerrymandering, yes. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm taking it. Hell yeah, hell yeah, and hell it, yeah. It means we'll work for voter registration yeah. people to make but sure. Still, that, yeah, it's, you know, it's work. a responsibility. So yeah, yeah, we can do that work. Okay, Marcus, let's talk about Marcus. What the hell's happening with Marcus now? What 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 are your big uh, plans? Uh, Daily calls. What else is going on? Oh, no, big plans are we got to win next year. So it's yeah. a lot of focusing on on the core traditional Daily Coast mission of more and better Democrats, right? Uh -huh. So more is important. Uh, we, we, need, we need we need to take this a house. I feel really positive about the house. We need yeah. to make gains in state legislatures. We're so close I to think, taking over legislatures in Virginia, Arizona, Pennsylvania. We, we got we got some real strong opportunities. I hope the Democratic Party don't think Texas is really a lost cause. I'm in Texas and I can tell you one thing. It's just, it's about us not I know a lot of people don't like to hear me say that, but we are not going. To, let me let me tell you something, Marcus. And listen, listen to me here. We get rural hospitals closed, and we don't have Democrats going into Yoakum, Texas, or all these places and say this hospital is closing and uh, attaching it to the death of people who had to drive a hundred miles for care. We don't do any of that and make a big issue out of that. To, and so, so marginal races we lose. There were a lot of marginal races we lose. Why do we do that? Yeah, I mean, and Republicans, you know, they know they can't win on the issue, so they're yes. making, so they've taken over the electoral machinery in in, in uh, yes. Houston in uh, in Houston. They in, yeah, uh, what's the county? No, no, it is Harris County. Harris, that's where I live. Yeah, yeah. and so um, I mean, so. There are, we need to solidify Arizona, Georgia. They're yes. still not locked down. They're very right. tentative. But we have opportunities in North Carolina. We have opportunities in North South Carolina. Carolina. Great. Mississippi yeah. should Did be a purple say, state. Is South Carolina? South Carolina, Mississippi. By demographic, they should be purple or blue states. Oh, okay. I mean, 40% of Mississippi is black. I know it's black, but sometimes I wonder because of the way the numbers come All you need is 10% of white people. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We don't even get that. We don't even get that in Mississippi. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Texas. Yeah. By demographics, Texas. 
Texas should be. Should be yeah. purple to blue. Right. And so, yeah, no, we got we to gotta fight for those things. And, and one of the things I love about how the conference is evolving is people are, in the early days, you may even remember this, it was all about Howard Dean versus John yeah, Kerry and, and Bernie yeah. Sanders. Yeah. And, and it was like, okay, great, presidential, but can we focus on these down ballot races? We're starting to see a lot of the and, panels. And now it's really, the conference has evolved into how to better organize on the ground at right. the state level. And and even here, you know, at the, I don't know if you saw the keynote last night. Yes, I did. Are you betcha? This, this is a blue city. Chicago is yeah. a Democratic city. Yeah. It upgraded its Democrats yes. and all sorts of incredible um, new policies are emerging yes. from the mayor's office, from the DA, uh, elimination of cash bail, like mm -hmm. incredible new policies. And so it matters in a blue state. It matters in a purple state, obviously, because yeah. that's a battleground. Right. But it matters in red states. I mean, yeah. uh, tonight we're going to talk to Justin Jones, yeah. and who had his incredible uh, re-election after being thrown out. Yeah. And yeah, yeah re-election in, in Tennessee and catalyzing support for Democrats right. in branding Democrats. We're the party of gun safety. Yes. You know, and we talked about earlier that Democratic Party brand is trash. Yeah. It's important for people like Justin Jones to stand up and say, this is what Democrats really stand mm -hmm. for and to work on that rebranding process. That's a red state yeah. challenge. And so this conversation, these, these organizing has to happen everywhere, even in the reddest states. Yes. And it is happening. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, so I'm really excited and I'm really hopeful for where we are going forward as a movement. Because as I said, you know, we won this Supreme Court election in, in Wisconsin. We took control of this Supreme Court. That means we're going to redraw the yes. state legislative districts. Yeah. A fair map gives us a chance at majorities. Yes. We're going to redraw the House district. That's yes. two, three seats we're going to pick up yeah. right there. And uh, and uh, and then not to mention all the policy stuff mm -hmm. that that court was blocking. Yeah. You know, three election cycles ago, Republican ran on the post. Yeah. Like we're finally realizing this matters yes yes so that's what i'm really excited about the president's important we're gonna we're gonna have those battles right. i'm sure we will you know in four years but we're finally realizing the important battles are things like school boards conservatives always knew this and we're starting to gain we finally are getting the idea like oh it matters. Marcus Molitzas. Thank you so much. El Senor Director de Delegos. Thank Muchas you so gracias. kindly for being here on Politics. Uh, such right a pleasure and thanks for doing what you're doing. Absolutely. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. Well, folks, I, I hope you enjoyed that. Marcus Molitzas, a good friend, uh, the publisher, founder, editor, senior editor at Daily Coast. Great guy. Always have it together. Anyways, I've been watching all of your, your chatter here. Bruce, I'm going to have to check out that link to the uh, climate change program on PDR. Not on PDR, on PBS. 
Uh, looks like that's going to be good. Bridge MCP just entered the house. Welcome aboard, Bridge. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Maywood, nope, getting off a felony is not normal. Sorry, it is because of his dad. And someone paid millions to the IRS. That really sounds normal to you. I think you really need to uh, look at uh, history and look at reality. I wish more of you would objectively uh, follow news and realize that what happened with Joe with with Hunter was just a regular plea deal, and it's a plea deal that fell through that should not have fallen through. But hey, it happens. But I'm not going to waste my time on Hunter Biden because that does nothing to help move our country forward. It doesn't all these people do the same thing? Tom C. Tom Snarnak is in the house. He says. Migrants seeking asylum should be greeted with hugs. Instead, at the border, they're treated like bugs. Shoved into razor wire, denied even water. Children drowning, lambs to slaughter. Governor Abbott and his troopers are nothing but thugs. I agree. I agree. I agree. It's a shame. I saw a TikTok today as I was putting all this stuff together, and a TikTok showed Christopher Columbus in a canoe. And he's leaving his La Santa Maria, the Pinta La Nina or La Santa Maria. I don't remember which one. And he's going on to the coast. And he's met at the coast with the ind indigenous people. And the indigenous people said, show me your papers as they try to come off. And, and he said, what are you talking about? Show me your papers. And they summarily sent him back. You know, people are constantly talking about, oh, we are teaching CRT or no, we're teaching history. Or we want to do revisionist history. No. Revisionist history is what's learned in school right now. Uh, anytime I hear Christopher Columbus, my blood boils. When my daughter was in second grade, I believe, and they were learning about Christopher Columbus, I told her to tell the teacher whenever if she's asked to, on the test, put Christopher Columbus discovered America. But let the teacher be aware that we know Christopher Columbus didn't discover America. You can't discover something that's already been there. There's another TikTok that I find cute. This guy jumps into a car and the owner of the car calls the cops because the owner of the car left to buy a burger or whatever. And when he comes, this guy's in the car and this guy said, this is my car now. And the cops come and the cop says, get out of this car. You didn't own it. And the guy said, I discovered the car, sir. I discovered it, so I'm going into it, and I, I'm, I'm busy. I got work to do. Got to go. I mean, it's stupid, right? We know that. But that it is just as silly as Christopher Columbus discovering America, right? No. And Christopher Columbus wasn't some benevolent person. He, dis he came to these lands, and he slaughtered folk. And so did many others. So when we learn history the right way, we can put everything into context. Let's keep account of how many shows Egberto can dismiss and ignore the crimes of the Biden family. I'm not spending any time with the Biden uh, with the Biden created crime that you guys want to do uh, at the same time that you discount what others have done. I don't have time for that. Well, illegal immigrants who illegally cross a border are breaking the law, hence why they are treated like criminals. Was Were the people who disembarked from the Mayflower treated like criminals? Were the guys who disembarked in, in in Jamestown treated like criminals? Did Christopher Columbus uh, come to this new land, that a new land for him? And was he treated like a criminal or did he maim and kill? I think we, we you know, 
when we don't learn history the right way, we have a tendency to assign violence. We have a tendency to assign all that is evil to that which isn't evil. If we honestly want to look at what evil looks like, look at the conquerors, the conquerors around the world doing things supposedly in the name of the, in the, of the queen as they pilfered through and, and maimed and took the riches of other folks. That is evil. That is wrong. That is what we should be looking at. But again, when you are not the one telling the history, when you are not the one telling the truth, then what happens is the lies turn into someone else's reality. Anyway, let's go ahead and listen to Raw Sto- to the to the founder of Raw Story, Michael Rogers. He has quite a bit to say. Let's go there and then we'll take it on the other side. Michael. How are you, man? Rogers. Good the, to see you. The, the what's going on? And I met you several years ago right here at Right here at Never The founder of Raw Story. And you bought up a whole lot of other stuff too, didn't you? Yeah, a couple little things. What other I want to give credit to my friend John. He founded it. I got there a few months later. I thought you I so, thought you were from the beginning, man. Like the site is 20 years old. I yeah. was there for 19 years and eight months. Okay, founder. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to change what it's I all said. Good. I, I okay. think it's all good. It's all good. Anyway, how I just want to credit John. Yeah, it's good. I think you picked up a couple others well, and we consolidated it, right? Well, we have a site called Alternet, which right. was founded in 1996. I remember the founding, yes. What, and it was really an early leader on the web for right. different than Raw. Raw is hard news. And we have some opinion, and there's more thoughtfully, like, kind of curated opinion right. and, and issues over at Alternet and people like that. And then another site we have is the New Civil Rights Movement. Okay. You know, I was I didn't know that you owned so, this new that also. We added yeah. that to the, to the repertoire. To the list. To the big repertoire. To the big repertoire of what you're doing. So your traffic is pretty large um, and growing. 90 million hits a month or so. Yeah, I I, I think that's excellent. I mean, and, uh, you know, how did you grow it from that little thing all the way up to where it's at right now? So I think part of it is timing. Right. Right. Um, You couldn't start a raw story today like that. No, you You couldn't open up a computer, create a website and say, I want to start to bring people in. Right. Because you're now in a media landscape. Right. You're fighting with eight trillion other people. Right. But in the early days of Raw, we um, John envisioned that we need a liberal alternative right. to the conservative media right. that are constantly pushing their messages. You know, I, I once said, I said, how can we influence the media? Right. And he says to me, it's far better to be the media than to try to influence it. I am going to tell you a thing. I'm, I with Coffee Party USA, we came up with that uh-huh. moniker in nine in, in two thousand and when did Obama did like two thousand? We came up with that moniker in two thousand ten to fight what was going on with all the bad media. That you remember, right. all the media was leaving things like throw grandma over the ridge or right. death panels. So we said we were going to be the media, mm-hmm. and you know, for all practical purposes, we tried. You know. Right. I, I, you know, I used to write several years ago for Raw Story as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, it was, it was always a place that you know, folks are going to ultimately see your stuff because well, we you guys try. know how to market <laughs> that sucker. You know, we have a very strong. I, mean, I, I remember getting a, I remember getting a, a tweet or something with, and Dustin with Egberto Willis on it, and I'm like. <laughs> 
where the hell does that come from? Right. Raw story. I'm like, oh, okay. And we syndicate a lot of great stuff. Right. We work with providers to make sure that what one of the things we do is we like to get unrepresented voices right. and underrepresented stories. Right. There's so many important stories in the country that people are not following. Right. My, some of my greatest pleasure is when one of our reporters goes out, does an, right. a, a unique story, an original, exclusive. And then I turn on the cable news and they're like, so Raw Story reported today. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, that's like going up the chain. It's having an effect. You know, it's it, mine is on a very tiny scale. But I remember the first time I broke a story in, in, from in, in Dallas and it was like, wow, you get that feeling that, yep. you know, it's it, so I mean, yep. it, it happens now. You guys break stories every damn day now, you know, so. Yeah, we try. We've know. just added some more. Um, we've gotten we weren't a lot of investigative reporting. Yeah. We kind of developed more into. Um, <clears throat> this hard punching liberal stuff. Right. And now we're realizing we need to do kind of both. Right. That there's, you know, going to be a, a great balance. balance. And I imagine you use your alternate platform for the more uh, solid reporting as opposed to less opinion or. Well, the alternate is more of a curated site mm -hmm. in which like we have agreements with right. you know, dozens of different websites. Right. Say, Can we run your material? Like, right. The AP, like right. any other site. Right. Um, what you're going to find is that thoughtful kind of report. Right, over. right. Not that it's not thoughtful there. No, but no. It, 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 it is like less opinionated. A, less opinionated, yeah. It, and it... it it, the opinions that come come from this curation right. that's going on. So right. it's kind of mixed in as opposed to what there used to be a lot more like opinion sections. And right. now it's more focused on the broader, I think, right. is what you're, what you're talking about. And it's, yeah. it's and, exciting and, to see everybody work together, but on different. And entities. it's important, right? And I, I, I think, look, I, the, the two people before I, I interviewed a guy who said, He's trying to unite the progressive space in such a way that uh, we cooperate on uh, on issues. Because right now, if you notice, there are talking points that the right has, and they hammer those talking points right through the day all over. Unlike yeah. the ever the progressive space, who go off and do each their individual thing. Nothing wrong with. I, I think I understand what he's saying. I think we should all go off and do our individual thing, but I think we should also have some talking points at all. Of, I mean, every website is unlimited in the size and the scope of the right. things it can carry. Of course. Right. So I wish there. I, I personally, I don't have the time. But if somebody were out there that says we in this space are going to have these talking points for the day, and we all have a consortium that does that, I would be for that. We need to find a way to bridge. Like one of the examples I use is this. The environmental movement wants to protect the environment. Right. They want to make sure that our land and our lakes and are free from contaminants and da da da. The labor movement that we love right. wants to have jobs building pipelines. Exactly. Right. So how can we come together with right. labor and educate them about, well, what does it really mean? This 8,000 jobs, once it's built, are nine jobs of people sitting in front of a monitor. Exactly. So when you start to, and that's the kind of coalitions that we need to be building. Exactly. And uh, I have an old line. It's not my line. Uh -huh. It may have been, you may have heard, but it's like this. It goes like this. You take 100 conservatives and you put them in a room. Right. And if they disagree on 99 things yeah. and agree on one, they're walking out of that room fighting for the one issue. Exactly. You put 99 liberals in a room who agree on, you put 100 liberals in a room, 99 of whom agree on everything, they will walk out fighting about, about the one want, thing. That you is, know? But you know what? It's a stereotype, <laughs> but it's true. Right. And, and we don't need to leave that stereotype. 
what we need to do is build on that stereotype. In other right. words, that is okay, but it's also sure. okay yeah. for us to say we're going to concentrate on on the uh, uh, we, we're going to give some space to that one thing we disagree on and work on the other ninety nine. Right, know? and and if you're in that little disagreement space how do you affect the other man what exactly. do we do to get and who is the enemy here right that, that, that's most who importantly is the right enemy. exactly exactly so you're at this uh, kind of inflection point where there's all these exhibitors and all these people and you know i don't like you and you do this and you do that but at the end somehow it comes together but i agree we lack we lack a frank lutz yes frank lutz who i can't stand right does an amazing job we right. were talking about him a no few minutes ago. No one's doing that on the left. Yes. No one is pulling together these focus groups. Like, pick an issue, right? Like, the right wing is going to yeah. pick an issue, and they're going to use it as a wedge and right. do whatever they had. The Democrats need better, like, the issue of gender care, mm -hmm. okay? This is a big controversy. Controversy all over the country. Right. They are going to make it one of their top four issues exactly. in the campaign. When we're talking yeah. about nine people in the country, right, right. right? The Democratic talking point is simple. Ladies and gentlemen, all of this is not worth anything. It's all a show. It's all practice for controlling bodies. And go. what controlling bodies is about is abortion, abortion, abortion. And then never stop saying the word abortion. Exactly. But that's not us. No, no, no. We're going to use this as an opportunity to try to educate Jerry Falwell. I as if we're going to get I Jerry Falwell. We will never educate the, the, <laughs> right. the, the Jerry Falwells of the world. 10% and 20% of the population don't waste your time. And you know, the reason I'm not talking any specific technical or political issue with you know is because there's a political issue we need to talk about and then there's a transport and I call the media the transport and we have to perfect the transport and that is where we're not yet perfecting the transport. And, I, and, 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 and people give you a hard time in, in some of the way raw story moves their stories, the sensationalism yeah. of the stories. And here's what I put out there. I've learned, I've learned headlining from raw story in this manner. It doesn't matter it, it, what your headline is if somebody's not going to read your story. So you want to give a headline for people to read your story right. and you're not fooling them. You're just attracting their attention, attention. to right. read a solid amount of information. Right. And, and I understand, listen, we're live in a partisan world we're right. partisan and i always say we're biased exactly we're biased toward the truth yeah <laughs> right so but I, i'm going to give you an example it's irrelevant to me now you know we have a, a thriving publication we have 30 right. people but when we were young right we would go to progressive organizations yes. we went to the left can you give us some ads here's the traffic we have nah 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 you go to breitbart you want to talk about the money being pumped in, we're bigger than Breitbart on the web in terms of yes. numbers. You want to talk but about the money that the right wing shovels to their media and not shovels it. Paid. Exactly. Now, like I said, I've always, I've, I've had this thing like when this old ad company messed with like twenty bloggers, mm -hmm. right, and took away ad money. I fought the fight, but made them whole first because. That's what's happening. These big outfits are taking advantage of the little guy mm -hmm. to depend on them. Like yes. it's it's and it's important, but I compare it to their successes. Right. We have successes, but when I compare it to theirs, it's always about the messaging, and we do not put enough. Well, let me let me just tell you, and I, I, I'll put you on the line here, or put you on the spot here. I think uh, with with your platform and your ninety million uh, views that you have, one of the next and and you know take take it or leave it. One of the next steps is how to, to, to make that 
I mean, if it's if it's for the movement, if it's not just the commercial issue, if it's for right. the movement, that has to be leveraged. There are not many right. places like you out there. So uh, uh, you need to make money, in my opinion, and at the same time, got to pay the bills. <laughs> pay the bills, of course. Right. But leverage that authority, that 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 notoriety, in order right. for us to grow this space. Because again, if the space is grown. <laughs> well, you, uh, you're the big daddy. I have in to the tell field. you, you're the big daddy in independence. All right, you're. You know, uh, we try. No, no. I mean, let's look at the numbers. You're the big right. daddy in independence. So, I mean, uh, as a big daddy in independent media and so forth, I think comes a lot of responsibility as well. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. One of the things that I think is really important about that responsibility is finding those stories. Right. Right. There was a kid who was killed. Right. Trayon White. Mm -hmm. No one heard of him. No one knew. Till. We run a story. And it blows up. And then up. that night, it's on MSNBC every, and boom, the others. And there we are. Yeah. And that to me is, you know what? We're not going to get the credit. We're not going to get some big award. And, uh, look, I've seen people get Pulitzers for exposing stuff. We exposed six did, months yeah. before. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but that's like the Oscars. That's all so internal. It's right. so meant. Oh, we got to pump, like, got to pump up the traditional papers. Got to right. push that, you know, so... Um, you do the work, then they take it. But, you know, in a way, if that helped to motivate the work, that's the kind of stuff that and, I get the most excited about. And again, about. that's the difference between an altruistic, a paper that's, I mean, yeah, you want to make a lot of money because with money you can do things. But right. altruistically, it also means that you get you get the positive job done. Because right. there are too many, I mean, the, the other side the idea is they're just in it for the money and they'll lie for it. We tell the truth right. and at the same time, we can use our notoriety to right. make money. And I, and, and, I, and I think as long as our progressive press do that, it'd be fine. I would like us to work a lot more together. I'm talking about the totality of what we do because I think given that more Americans agree with the values that we support, I think, of course. Uh, yeah, I think it is imperative that we That's do why that. our but campaign this time around should be absolutely every other word. I mean, that's the closer. That is what the people care about. Right. Go look at all the surveys. I mean, it is clear as day. But we'll find a way maybe to. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I have hope. I, I mean, I, I'm I sorry. Hope. I hate the word hope. We are going to get it done. And it takes. So. And again, with with a, a platform like yours with 90 million, with what we are doing here and here in my little platform with Rick Smith. Right. Little platform and. But you you're know. reaching the core, 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 yes. core. Right. So that's how a site, like it all builds on right. each other. And Absolutely. You know, one of the things like we sponsor Netroots Nation. Right. And some of my friends will say, well, I don't think our publication would do that. We want to remain in a point, you know, yeah, really, you don't want to give any money is what you're saying. Yeah. You know, everyone knows that Breitbart is conservative. Yeah. If Breitbart sponsors yeah. a right wing conference, it's not yeah. going to be like, clutch oh, my pearls. What? How could this happen? Right. You know, and we need to step back. We need to step in and step forward and support the work. And it. It's really frustrating to me. Well, uh, look, you're doing a good job. Good Tell to us. see you, man. Nice to see you. And uh, thank you so kindly for you'll being be here. here the rest of the I'll be here for the whole conference. I'm doing. Okay. I'm going to do at least 30, 40, 50 interviews. Wow. You know, but I, wow. I, I I'm, I'm speaking to people that are making a difference. And well, brother, you're that. not just making a difference. You're tearing it apart. I hope and, we're uh, trying. <laughs> you keep you keep doing what you do. Thank you so kindly for having been on Politics and Right. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. We 
spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead. Number one, subscribe to our channel. And number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. folks that uh, that is gonna pretty much do it for the day I've been watching your comments and watching the discussion of uh, uh, a few folks hyperventilating about hunter biden i am not touching it i'm not talking hunter at all so anyhow uh let's see what else we have here uh folks please remember this is a show that needs your support please go ahead and go to politicsdoneright.com slash support politicsunright.com slash support and support the program however you can. I promise you that we are diligent with your contributions in all that we do. Uh, let me just go ahead and put that link out there now, politicsdoneright.com slash support. We cannot do this without you. If it weren't for you, there wouldn't be a Politics Done Right at all. So please continue to support. Please support us. Please tell others to support us because uh, right now we, we can only make the change if that change starts with what you do. I want to thank everybody that was here. Hey, Bridge MCP, muchas gracias. Glad you ignored Hunter. Thanks for interviews. We have so many more interviews to, uh, to push out. What I'm trying to do is make them thematic. If you notice, today was uh, our great. Uh, progressive publishers and the two biggest in our land right now is Raw Story and Daily Coast. Like I said, Raw Story gets over 91 million views every month. And of course, you have uh, Daily Coast is in the millions. I don't remember how many millions they get a month as well. So what I did is I'm trying to create them in sort of a thematic form. Uh, tomorrow, I think I'm going to have, I, I'm not sure yet, I think I'm going to have um, uh, uh, Keith Ellison, the Attorney General of uh, Minnesota, and I may tie him in with the Secretary of State of Connecticut. So we'll see uh, how we, we tie these together. But anyhow, folks, we're at the end of the program. Please support us best you can. Uh, politicsdoneright.com slash support. Thank you very much, Bridge MCP. For your kind contribution, we can always count on you. Uh, for those of you who have supported the uh, the um, the trip to Chicago, I will be ordering some T-shirts when I get the final tally as far as everybody that that, that helped us out. Uh, the, the the thing is down. The, uh, we, the 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 fundraiser is down. It doesn't work anymore because again, it's a it's over thirty days. But you can still support. Chicago by just going to pay our PayPal address inside of the support link and just 
when you when you donate with the PayPal, just put this is for the uh, Chicago trip. So if you donate by PayPal now and just say this is for the Chicago trip, you'll qualify just like anybody else, depending on your um, the level, whether you get the T-shirt, the book, etc., etc., etc. We still have quite a bit more to pay off on that uh, on on the on the credit card for the trip to Chicago. And I hope you can so kindly help us do that because, you know, the Fed rates went up by another 0.25% today, which means uh, there are a couple of loans that I had to take out for this, pro- for this project that just zoomed up on me. Anyhow, my name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this baby. How do I end this baby again? You know how I end this baby. I am what? We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.